0: The following is an exclusive podcast for the Dermatology Digest. Today, journalist Bob Kronmeier sits down with dermatologist Dr. James Treat, Associate Clinical Professor of Pediatrics and Dermatology, the Perlman School of Medicine, University of Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, to discuss current and future monoclonal antibodies for atopic dermatitis treatment, including dupilumab, tralokinumab, and lebrikizumab. Here's Dr. Treat. So I think it's wonderful to have more systemic options for atopic dermatitis coming hopefully to market with approvals. And at the current time, we have dupilumab, which has been very helpful. And dupilumab is an IL-413 inhibitor, uh, essentially, by disrupting or blocking the IL-4 receptor uh, alpha Subunit, and tralokinumab is a just IL13 inhibitor, and in the grand scheme of things, having these monoclonal antibodies that block the inflammatory pathways of atopic dermatitis is fantastic, and uh, we hope for seeing as much clinical benefit with tralokinumab as we've seen with dupilumab. In terms of putting it in reference to JAK inhibitors, the upsides of having these monoclonal antibodies is that they are a little bit more targeted. The JAK inhibition ends up leading to a little bit more broad immunosuppression because JAK signaling is not just specific for for these pathways, whereas IL-13 signaling is more specific for atopic or TH2 pathways. The downside of tralacinumab and any monoclonal antibody is that they are given as injections, whereas the JAK inhibitors are generally given as oral medications or potentially even topical medications. So although the delivery is a little bit more challenging with the monoclonal antibodies, they are more targeted, which potentially leads to a better safety profile while st- still being very effective, and um, that's the, the, what we've seen with dupilumab, and what the trials seem to show with uh, the two IL-13 inhibitors, and hopefully will be true in in practice. So my understanding of lebrachizumab is that that is just a little bit um, farther behind. So the the most recent publication on that is a phase two b trial. Whereas the trial uh, um was a phase three trial, so they both have fairly robust data, though in a lot of patients. And they, um, the leberchismab uh, is is a similar idea of blocking just IL-13, um, and uh, and hopefully being very specific for atopic
1: pathways. So, doctor, do you see one of these two? So are these two fairly similar drugs? They are fairly similar as far as I know. I do not have okay. a PhD
0: to uh, tell you and, okay. um, many more details, but they're both IL-13 inhibitors. Um, and, you know, when you look at, for instance, psoriasis, there are multiple medications that block similar pathways, and so it's not uncommon for... Um, Two companies to have kind of walked a similar pathway.
1: So, are you more excited about one of the two drugs than the other, as far as I, efficacy or patient compliance or safety profile? I think they're going to be very similar from a patient compliance standpoint.
0: Um, the uh, the dosing, um, it appears in some of the patients in the Leverkizumab trial was every four weeks, uh, which might be beneficial to some people, um, versus every two weeks. Uh, that might especially be true in children. We, I only take care of pediatric atopic dermatitis, so our mm-hmm. hope always is that they do trials and allow us to use these medicines safely and improve efficacy in pediatrics as well, Certainly, if we have a medication that we can give less often and have the same benefit, that is a um, big step forward for children who are needle-phobic, um, which is most children.
1: Do you have any safety concerns with either of these two drugs? I think the thing that's been
0: helpful is that when we blocked, our dupilumab has been out and been used now for a few years and even in children and is approved um, down to the age of six and currently in trials under lower than that or younger than that, that the safety has profile has overall been really good. Um, So looking at these trials uh, for the two newer medications. Now, what, um, what
1: drug were you just referring to?
0: For dupilumab, the safety has been really good and
1: dupilumab
0: knocks out the same pathway or blocks the same pathway. So I would expect the, the safety profiles to be similar and, In looking at the trials, there were some similarities in terms of they looked at um, uh, eye findings, which is one of the more common side effects of dupilumab uh, in terms of conjunctivitis. uh, And looking at it, um, the safety profiles of both medications seem to be uh, very reasonable. There's also a little bit of a signal for decreased skin infections, uh, such as bacterial infections when patients are on uh, dupilumab, and um, hopefully that will be the same with these two medicines where with the atopic dermatitis under better control, that there will be a decrease in some of the atopic-related skin infections.
1: Okay. So um, are there any other existing or emerging agents you can compare these two? Uh, drugs too. I mean, the,
0: the the major
1: medications that have been used for years for atopic
0: dermatitis systemic therapy have been cyclosporin and methotrexate, and then imuran or excuse me azathioprine, um, and and some people use mycophenolate mofetil, and those four medications are all fairly broadly immunosuppressing. And because they're fairly broadly immunosuppressing, they have the downside of um, having uh, worse safety profiles in general. And so it's exciting to have new medications that are much more targeted. It's basically a similar story to what's happened with psoriasis, where 20 years ago psoriasis was treated mainly by cyclosporine and methotrexate and similar medications, and now it's being treated by biologics that are more targeted and therefore provide better efficacy and often um, better safety and often less monitoring. And so the hope is that these medications will fill that same role for atopic dermatitis where they will be more targeted, have overall better safety, and potentially less monitoring because their safety is improved Great. over okay. the baseline of, of these kind of historic uh, often used um, immunosuppressants.
1: So for these two, uh, um, these new drugs in trials, where do you see them as uh, first line therapy or or second line therapy for people who have failed?
0: So um, I have transitioned in my practice to using the monoclonal antibodies that that we only have one available in atopic dermatitis, which is dupilumab, as a first-line agent over methotrexate and cyclosporine in most patients. And I picture these probably being in the same category as long as they have similar efficacy and safety, where ideally we would be using these drugs because they specifically knock out the atopic pathways versus using something that's more broadly immunosuppression, such as methotrexate and cyclosporin. That being said, there are going to be instances when methotrexate or cyclosporin are still going to be um, favored, such as if there's an acute flare of atopic dermatitis and it needs to be shut down absolutely immediately. Cyclosporin is a very fast medication, And if there's some contraindication or some phobia, then someone might choose to be on an oral medication versus an injection. But I think in general, the more targeted and uh, more targeted medications will be uh, first line over time. This has been an exclusive podcast with the Dermatology Digest. Find more at www.thedermdigest.com.